Hey guys, this is all about the game and I'm your host Sata. We have Vishwa with us. She is a clinical psychologist and mental health professional and will talk to us about the importance of sleep for athletes. We will break down sleep and its elements and why it is so crucial for all the athletes to sleep well. Hi Vishwa, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. What's up? What's going on? Um I'm mostly oscillating between housework and then actually the professional side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you know adapting to the new normal. Right. Um like most of us are doing right now. Right. Right. Understandable. So, you must be working like you must be having your clients uh online through virtual yeah call. yeah yeah and i think you know i think teletherapy is going to be the new age you know the kind of counseling that people would reach out for mm-hmm. for any sort of mental health related uh, concerns so mm-hmm. yeah so i think as a professional also i'm adjusting to that entire telecounseling uh, you know format mm-hmm. but uh, over a period of time it's it's just been great it's going on um and it's happening sure sure and uh, what do you prefer in person or you know virtual because some people may prefer to you know keep their uh, videos on mute and um, you know talk more right or do you prefer to you know see their body language and um i would uh, more so prefer in person and i think the closest we can get to in person at this point in time be uh, you know via video sessions right. but uh, yes i do use a lot of body work uh, during sessions which is why i think in person would be a priority sure. or a preference sure uh, but yeah i think uh, we don't have much choice this time around understandable understandable so uh okay so let's get started when did you get started with this field psychology and everything uh so um it's almost been about uh 5 to 6 years when i did my graduation mm-hmm. uh i have had an experience of about 4 years in the field of mental health uh by working with uh, adolescents um adults and geriatric so right from uh, you know about 16 years of age to uh 89 mm-hmm. 90 uh i think you know i've worked with people on a spectrum of concerns um including anxiety depression adjustments stress sleep concerns eating disorders personality disorders um anger management grief and even trauma mhm interesting so um how do you work yeah. with people older to you we older to uh, you yeah so i think you know this this is a concern that even the uh, elder clients have like you're so young you have not even like you know been through the phase that we have right uh, but i feel the basic uh, premise of uh, counseling or therapy in that matter remains the same right i usually use a you know neurobiopsychosocial approach which is focusing on how um, your brain areas mm-hmm. are affected because of different experiences you are having because of you know genetic concerns like family history um 
and at the same time how you know you have been born and brought up and how those experiences have shaped you as a person sure. um i think this this particular part remains same regardless of the age so it's more like okay the every tree may seem or appear to be different from the outside mm-hmm. but the roots somewhere are similar sure. yeah so therapy usually and when i'm doing therapy with a teenager or with someone who is as old as 60 70 years um the minute you start delving deeper into the roots you realize that okay manifestations are different but yeah. what is happening inside mm-hmm. is the same interesting interesting all right okay so today we want to talk to you about a specific topic that is sleep and sleep for athletes so mm-hmm. let's get right into it what is sleep yes. exactly i know we all know what is sleep but you could if you could put it in a few words so actually you know before i go ahead i would like to ask you what what is sleep for you sure um basically you know it's something that you do at night you know to you know rest your body and your mind for a long time i mean long time in the sense for at least 6 to 7 hours so that you you know get up the next day and you know be refreshed and you know if that's that's yeah. that's what yeah, is and i think as a normal in, person absolutely and you know put in layman's terms sleep is a state of rest right yeah where um, you are not only resting your physical body but also internally so your um, you know your mind it's it's sort of a mind body rest that you're providing yourself after um, a tiring day and again by tiring i don't mean that after you have worked for 10 12 hours mm-hmm. right for us like tiring or the word tired differs and it's very subjective i think i may i may work for 2 hours and i can get tired and some people may work for 14 hours right and you know may get tired so again it's just providing rest to that body mm-hmm. and your uh, mind uh, after you have gone through something that has been mentally emotionally or physically strenuous mm-hmm. right um and you know it's it's such a vital indicator of overall um, health and well-being and uh, when i was you know when i have been studying about sleep for almost now 5 to 6 years and it's always surprising to me when i hear that 24 years of our life on an average right go in sleeping oh. and that's like a lot of time sure um so i think you know the most underestimated or undervalued component of overall well being mm-hmm. to some extent is sleep mm-hmm. right right so what are some of the functions yes so uh, very interesting and i think every every time you know this this question comes up it 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 just gives you different um, functions based on again subjective experience but i would like to cover six very very important functions of sleep okay. which relate to every particular domain of your life the mm-hmm. first one would be learning and memory right so you know when you are in a state of sleep mm-hmm. uh, your brain is actually uh, strengthening the information that you have learned or acquired throughout the day right how many times have we have we heard that okay tomorrow is a big day for you i think you need to get a well rested sleep 
and this need not only be in terms of exams but also in terms of you know uh, if you are talking about athletes over here or a sports person mm-hmm. right for them it could also be performance right tomorrow i have a match tomorrow i have to go out there and perform i need to have a well rested sleep so that i can strengthen everything that i have acquired over the these weeks or months of practice sure um and again when you're getting that well rested sleep you're able to focus better you're able to take uh, better decisions in the moment mm-hmm. right so for instance over here i would like to give examples of you know footballers or cricketers where they have to uh, of course you know you have your basic strategy in place but at the same time on field you're you're actually uh you actually need to you know take some decisions on your feet mhm yeah. so okay if x is not working what is going to be the y and if you have not had uh, a well rested sleep your decision making capacity reduces or drops significantly mm-hmm. and again this is not to do with a few hours or minutes but even split seconds of sleep are very important when it comes down to athlete performance sure um the second very important function is going to be uh, you know the metabolism mm-hmm. so uh, you know when we are, uh, when we uh, usually exercise uh, when we are training when we any and exercise is not always mean just you know in the sports domain but i would say exercise in terms of even walking or you know mm-hmm. you you have to reach somewhere and you are maybe driving a car it's a form of exercise and it depletes energy and fluids and you know breaks down the muscles mm-hmm. of course you know we are asked to eat well we are asked to drink water we are asked to provide our body with those nutrients every now and then and that is just a part of training and recovery right but what happens when you sleep is the body actually rebuilds muscles and replenishes these nutrients that are lost throughout the day right by pumping you with energy which is why when we have a well rested sleep we feel more energized the next day mm-hmm. we are be- in better control also you know of our thoughts uh, in terms of uh, you know very conscious thoughts sure and at the same time it helps maintain endurance speed and accuracy mm-hmm. so um, sleep deprivation and excess can also cause weight gain due to the way the body processes or stores carbohydrates which are you know energy flu- uh, fueling uh, substances right this actually alters the level and uh, makes us feel more healthy in terms of our body mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who would then be more at a risk of you know obesity right right um the third very important function would be uh, you know preventing falls or mistakes or accidents uh, because again if you are not well rested your alertness is going to drop and you may end up doing something in a very you know semi conscious state hence you are more prone to actually making more mistakes right and putting yourself at risk as opposed to when you have actually got a well rested sleep and you are going to be more cautious about your environment and surroundings sure um and you know just a question for you that while we are discussing these functions uh, what are your thoughts yeah definitely i mean um, i i've played tennis professionally and uh, i can vouch for you know when when i have you know slept well uh, the difference in my game 
as compared to when you know i used to probably stay up to watch a late night football match and then i still had to wake up at 6 am to you know to go for my practice and you know just the way i played on those days was you know completely different and of course maybe 60 to 70% or even lesser lesser than that as to mm. how i usually play with a good night sleep absolutely uh, and you know that actually brings us to something very important uh to discuss how sleep can affect our mood or our emotional states mm-hmm. uh, so you know sleep is just as important as food Sure. now when we don't get enough sleep we you know we do not think as clearly or effectively which can also result in a lot of frustration irritation uh, and you know even minor triggers are enough to just make us snap mhm right right um mood fluctuations for instance as you mentioned right now that you know uh, if you had to wake up early you had to actually go for your practice and training now imagine those days when you know you've had like a late night and you know for a fact that okay i need to wake up in the morning but still you haven't got that well rested sleep right um you know that morning uh, irritation is sort of going to be there where then you're going to hassle you're mm-hmm. going to like you know be screaming all around i need this is not ready that is not ready and right. uh, and if you're late at practice and if if the coach or the trainer is telling you something you know you may just take it as a personal attack mm-hmm. which in reality is not even that uh, you know um is is not even that uh, you know uh, personally attacking right. but you will start you know then saying oh my god this person just thinks like this we start talking ill about the opposite person mm-hmm. because right. in that moment we are not in control of our emotions sure and primarily because sleep and one more thing that goes really i think you know um, hand in hand with sleep is also going to be nutrition Mm-hmm. um which is so important because again if if you're not well rested uh your body has not really broken down those nutrients that you have consumed in the previous day sure making you feel a lot heavier and you may also feel like okay now you know i i just don't want to eat so mm-hmm. sleep affects you know breaking down those nutrients and uh, also making you hungry i think is is one important role of sleep mm-hmm. yeah. um because it plays a very important role in the wear and tear of you know these carbohydrates minerals that we consume through the day sure uh if it's not broken down again you're not going to feel hungry if you don't feel hungry it's going to start impacting your mood and it can also lead to you know uh different emotions such as anxiety stress um feelings of overwhelm easy fatigue right is it something that is relatable to you as well yeah yeah definitely definitely mm-hmm. right um the fifth function of uh, sleep would be uh, you know how there are different illnesses chronic illnesses that could be facil- that could be a result or a consequence of poor sleep over years so it's not Can like okay, one be... night sure can yeah, this yeah. also be um uh you know can this also lead to probably muscle injuries as well absolutely oh okay then right? because if if i'm not getting enough rest to repair the muscles if i'm not which is why i think pain is something that i'm going to cover soon and how you know uh, these muscle injuries of course they cause pain um 
and how pain also can affect sleep i'm just going to be covering that in a bit sure um you know to continue with the fact that it's it's not just one night sleep that can cause all of this mm-hmm. you know it's it's like over months or weeks or years you know uh, chronic difficulties in sleep like poor quality of sleep can also lead to chronic illnesses such as hypertension mm-hmm. um diabetes um cardiovascular disease right um and uh, you know after interacting with a lot of people and i think even in my practice whenever uh, you know people complain of uh, pain or when people complain of mood swings and people complain of um, you know uh, a blood pressure fluctuating the first question i ask is okay how is your sleep quality sure so it actually uh, you know leads to irregular heartbeats which definitely has a very negative impact on your entire body mm-hmm. the sixth one would be the immunity system right. so sleep is imperative to keep this immunity system healthy mm-hmm. um as professionals uh, you know as any any sports person um immunity plays a very big role because there are times when you have to even practice or get trained in you know um, on on days where there is excessive sunlight or harsh yeah. sunlight sure um when you know you have to wake up especially there are times when you're playing and suddenly it starts raining you have to play when you know uh, winters have just hit mm-hmm. and this is i think across the world um immune immune system takes a toll right because the body needs to now start adjusting to the outside environment and sleep and rest can actually help the body take on um, you know disease and disease and illness and help you get well better so even in terms of i think you know relating it to the current scenario the pandemic that we are going through how many times have we had people say that okay if you have a flu mm-hmm. rest it out right. sleep well right you know medication as such that are sleep inducing mm-hmm. they facilitate sleep mm-hmm. uh, especially in terms of you know flu or any kind of other illness that you are going through it could be a gastric infection it could be a pain or an ache and all these medicines actually facilitate sleep a disclaimer please do not take these medicines uh, without any uh, without consulting in your general physician sure. or a specialized person mm-hmm. um to you know just to prevent side effects of medication right um and coming to the seventh most important function which is pain that you brought up yeah uh so you know the impacts of pain um on sleep i think is increasing right from the research being conducted um, since the last few decades it's not just about the last few years but again pain tends to have um two important concerns which is one is stress and one is poor health okay when i'm in pain i'm constantly you know going to be thinking about oh my god this pain is not letting me sleep i'm going to keep looking at the clock it's 1 o'clock this pain is not reducing and i'm still not being able to uh, you know uh, manage this pain better and we start popping pills right right now what happens over here is we feel that okay the of course the pills provide us you know short term relief but that's not healing the pain mm-hmm. or that's not healing the muscles that have you know um torn due to strenuous activities and of course you know in in fields like sports um this is a very common thing mm-hmm. muscle wear and tear is going to happen 
yeah. uh, considering the kind of exercises and routine that you know um, these sports people follow sure uh, but again you know um, uh, pain really narrows the sleep gap making sleep quality worse like you know getting it uh, getting the sleep getting more more and more worse mm-hmm. um and which is why uh, you know seeking help at the right time is imperative so have, like you know there are people even in the sports team where we have right. you know the first aid team right. where we have uh, even you know sports psychologists mm-hmm. who actually help you manage these stress levels and anxiety better because again physiological changes so muscle wear and tear is also a form of physiological change sure and that can also happen because of excessive feelings of overwhelm anxiety not just related to sports or not just related to performance but even you know there are times when back home you have had a difficult time right and you are still not able to get your mind off it it may affect your performance on field definitely Definitely. Right. So constant check-in with therapist or counselors can actually help you regulate these emotions in a much healthier way. Hence, um, when it comes to sports, it's not just emotion well-being, but I think it's holistic well-being mm-hmm. in terms of your physical care, uh, cognitive care, which is your uh, memory, attention, planning, decision-making capacity, sure. emotional care, um, and also to some extent, you know, your nutritional, your mm-hmm. diet. right uh it, because that plays a very important role in um, building your immune system sure sure so um bishwa sure, i wanted to know this um are there any ideal sleeping hours oh yes um so uh, you know just to uh, have this uh, you know the sleep wake cycle that our body internally has mm mm-hmm. uh is called the circadian rhythm okay um there are times i do you know after talking with people who have been in the field of sports and uh, you know who follow a very strict routine in terms of their sleep wake cycle mm-hmm. uh right they they follow a diet time that okay this is the time i'm going to have my meal this is the time i'm going to go to bed yeah. and that actually helps right so to walk you through uh, the ideal sleep hours um so basically for newborns uh, it's often 14 to 17 hours of sleep that they need mm-hmm. uh, for infants toddlers and preschoolers it's somewhere between you know 10 to 15 hours which is why children you know who are in nursery who are in play group parents ask them to go to sleep by 8 pm right because next day they have to wake up at 8 or 9 to be ready to reach school by 10 sure right for school age children that is from 6 to 13 it is 9 to 11 hours of course these hours that i'm saying are plus minus 2 right there are situations that come up in our lives where we can't really control and abide by the sleep wake uh, cycle but however this is a range that has been proven to be scientifically uh, effective in terms of um, you know uh, keeping the body healthy sure for teenagers uh, and i think that's when you know school age children and teenagers are the is the time where uh, people actually start um, involving themselves in sports or in themselves in you know different extracurricular activities that they are interested in mm-hmm. so for teenagers it would be around 8 to 10 hours 
for younger adults uh, which is 8 to 25 years at least 7 to 9 hours okay uh, and this is even for adults who up until the age of 64 so 7 to 9 hours remains like an ideal sleep time and then for older adults which is 65 plus about 7 to 8 hours it's important to remember that with age your sleep quantity that is your sleep duration may decrease Mm-hmm. however if the sleep quality is not well then that is something like a red flag for you to you know consult a specialist to help you uh, sleep better so to get a well rested sleep right mm-hmm. understood understood and uh, yeah so these are sleep hours but uh, are there you know specific time like is it is it the same okay is it the same where let's say i used to during my training days or during my professional mm-hmm. days i used to go to sleep at 10 and wake up at 5 all right mm-hmm. and uh, now i go to sleep at i don't know 2:30 3 a.m at night and wake up at 10 i am sleeping the same amount of time 7 hours but is it is am i doing something wrong um no i don't think it's it's about doing something wrong but when you mentioned that you know during your training hours you would sleep by 10 wake up by 5 well that's going to be an ideal time to actually sleep and wake up as i was mentioning that body has its own clock right uh known as a circadian rhythm right so um to walk you through that circadian rhythm uh briefly what happens in the body is that around from midnight so 12 mm-hmm. to about 3:30 is the time of deep sleep right right so um that is going to be the time when if if you cross that time means you've already crossed your deep sleep phase mm-hmm. and now you're not going to be able to cover up for that deep sleep during the rest of the hours mm-hmm. so you may you are getting the right quantity of sleep right but when it comes down to quality the sleep wake cycle the internal cycle of our body is already messed up mm-hmm. when you say that i'm sleeping by 10 that's why i say that's an ideal time is because that's when from 9 o'clock in the night to about 11 o'clock in the night our body secretes melatonin okay this melatonin is a sleep inducing chemical okay um so melatonin secretes starts secreting from 9 o'clock it will start it will start up until 11 o'clock that's when you actually start feeling drowsy mm-hmm. heavy hey guys this podcast is powered by my sport my sport is a platform that gives athletes and their parents personalized access to the best international sports experts from all over the world for mentoring and training These experts include sports coaches, psychologists, fitness trainers, nutritionists and more. You will be able to connect via audio call, video call or in person if you're in the same city. Log on to www.miesport.net to know more. Further details on the show notes. how many times have you know if you if you're just sitting watching tv or you know doing something that doesn't require conscious awareness you will actually notice that your eyes are feeling heavy right you know where where you start leaning a bit where you start sliding on your bed yeah. um your consciousness starts dropping to some extent 
where you're now your brain is indicating you that hey it's time for you to go to sleep mm-hmm. right once we pass that so you know there are times during exams or during uh, like you know even when we are having these late night video calls or video chat right. with friends we tend to uh, maybe consume caffeine to some extent right. you know and caffeine doesn't always have to be coffee Mm-hmm. it can be anything like you know i'm consuming tea i'm consuming alcohol um uh, that is a sleep obstructor so okay. now you are asking the melatonin to stop and forcing your brain to be awake by using an external force mhm right right so now you are saying that no you can't sleep you can't sleep you have to stay awake you have to talk to your friends or you have to finish this tv show sure right where uh, people i have had people coming to me and saying that you know i really like my midnight snacks mm-hmm. while i'm watching my tv or while i'm watching a movie sure. right these factors are sleep obstructors or hinder sleep mm-hmm. or the normal sleep wake cycle sure which is why an ideal sleeping time would actually actually be around 10:30 to 11:30 and ideal waking up time would be somewhere around 6 to 7:30 Mm-hmm. right because it's it's about 6:30 to 7:30 when melatonin will stop secreting and now the chemical responsible for alertness which is the adrenaline will start secreting sure sure all right uh makes sense uh but i had one question related to yeah. you know this you know athletes like Mm-hmm. before tournaments or when they're preparing for big matches they mm-hmm. usually usually do not get sleep right uh, you know because of nervousness there's so much pressure there's so much you know mm-hmm. going on your mind so um what can be done like are there any quick hacks or you know anything that can be done uh, to in case you do not get the required amount of sleep before the big match to at least you know recover some amount of your energy absolutely so um, you know often sleep exists on a spectrum so it's never like i'm getting a complete 9 hours sleep or it's never like i'm getting no hours of sleep right right it it, it is always on a spectrum and um, with this right with our biological mechanisms we also need to take into consideration that what are these lifestyle factors Sure. that are affecting the quality and quantity of sleep such as work schedules and stress as you rightly mentioned mm-hmm. right when we are anxious um when we are stressed about tomorrow there are times when we start lucid dreaming right that's yeah. more of i am consciously aware that i'm dreaming that we start creating scenarios in our head yeah. that what if this happens what if i'm not able to fare well what if i lose what are people yeah. going to think these multiple questions come up uh before any big event mm mm-hmm, right right now that could be a test series or that that could even be like a national or an international tournament during such times it's going to here are some few healthy sleep tips uh, that i would like to uh, you know talk about the first mm-hmm. is to create a sleep schedule or a bedtime routine mm-hmm. now what is this bedtime routine right usually um you know not consuming caffeine at least about 7 hours before you go to sleep right is going to be number 1 mm-hmm. the second thing that you can do is avoid using screen at least 2 hours or 1 and 1/2 hour before you're going to bed so mm-hmm. a complete no no 
because the minute we have our laptops or the minute we have our uh, you know uh, mobile phones we are more tempted to actually talk to people sure you know to tell them i'm feeling so anxious i'm feeling so stressed and this may actually increase the stress or anxiety levels as opposed to reducing them sure um the next would be uh you know to create uh, a sort of a more um, healthy uh, room environment so where you are sleeping so aroma therapy like you know lighting scented candles mm-hmm. or um, at the same time even cleaning your bed changing the bed sheet mm-hmm. or the pillow covers before you go to bed can actually facilitate sleep mm-hmm. um when you're not getting sleep avoid staring at the clock Okay. because the more you are staring at the clock is like oh my god now i have 3 hours before my match now i have 2 hours before my match and that actually increases or aggravates the anxiety or the stress levels sure um especially for athletes you know avoid exercising or doing rigorous exercising before going to bed mm-hmm. uh because that can lead to release of adrenaline right. which is a you know a energy sort of a chemical right and we don't want that right before we are going to sleep because now that is going to keep us awake sure a complete no no to heavy food and alcohol consumption mm-hmm. uh before you go to sleep because again uh, you need to give your body at least 3 and to 3 to 3 and 1/2 hours to digest mm-hmm. and completely you know uh, and it's also said that you know you need to keep that 20 or 10 to 20% of your stomach empty Sure. for a well rested sleep because when your stomach is excessively full then there is also a chance of oversleeping right um you can also uh, you know identify these stress stressors what what is pulling you down mm-hmm. by getting you in touch with a mental health professional again this is not just okay i have a match tomorrow and i'm going to reach out to a professional say one right. hour before right right it takes uh, it takes time because since therapy is not a magic wand Sure. It is going to take some some amount of time for you to identify those stressors and then start managing them effectively. Mm-hmm. So yes, definitely do check-ins with your therapist, and it's not like you know, uh, only if I have some mental health concern can I go to a therapist. Right. Just to maybe vent and just to talk about how I'm feeling, also sure. really helps. Sure. Uh, one yeah. very important thing would be taking a warm water bath. Mm-hmm. at least one to one and half hour before you go to sleep and why warm water because when you're taking that bath and when you step out your body temperature has shot up right. because of the hot water right. now to come back to room temperature it takes at least an hour now once the body starts cooling down and starts coming to room temperature is when you actually start feeling drowsy when you start feeling uh, you know your now your body is now coming to terms with room temperature cooling down restoring everything that it has been through throughout the day mhm in a state and preparing itself to get into a state of rest right so a warm water shower or a warm water bath can actually help i would recommend not shower and bath why because when you actually use the tumbler and the bucket Mm-hmm. it's also uh, you being more mindful of how much water you're taking right how the water is falling where is the water falling so mindfulness right. plays a very important role here sure um 
identifying again as i said identifying the stressors throughout the day so practicing at least 10 minute of reflection or you know in form of writing in form of you know just maybe voice recording about how your day has been what were the kind of different emotions that came up for you through the day mm-hmm. really helps in reducing a worry before bedtime right um you know planning some uh, activities uh, which are not related to uh you know maybe your field mhm right so not watching sports on television before you have a match the next sure. day talking to people who are outside of your field mhm right because that provides you with different perspectives sure. and lightens your uh, emotional state sure right yeah um uh, some of the other quick hacks would be managing your expectations Right. Um remember not to worry about the time it's okay even if it's 1 o'clock and not getting sleep don't be hard on yourself saying why am i not getting sleep mm-hmm. because again worry tends to obstruct sleep um and not facilitate it use affirmations is that is something that's helping you to keep up your morale and your uh, spirit right before any tournament or matches mm-hmm. um also you can try a visualization technique so there are different visualization scripts such as you know uh, beach imagery forest imagery right and you can also make it more specific to on field imagery mm-hmm. right um right so that varies right, right. depending on the concern you have of course of course so um apart from this hmm. what are your thoughts on power naps during the day Oh yes, I would really, uh, you know. Uh, and what's an ideal amount of time for a power nap? Yes, so about thirty minutes okay. is a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, a study conducted by the Sleep Foundation has highlighted that how power naps at regular intervals, so either uh, you know during um, the morning time, if you have had a really early morning. so you know late morning around 10 30 11 you can quickly take a 30 minute power nap it can also be for some people they need a power nap after they have had lunch but remember please do not take the power nap immediately after consuming food at least give your body half an hour to one hour to process um the food before you actually go into that state of rest but 30 minutes would be an ideal time and power naps actually help you uh, strengthen information um at least for that that period of time that you know uh, for instance 10 morning 6 to 12 i've had like rigorous training mm-hmm. i'm going to quickly take a power nap for about uh, 20 to 30 minutes to consolidate to strengthen how i have not only just what i have learned or what the training uh, involved but also how i have felt emotionally right right so it it actually provides um a sense of reflection insight um into your own thoughts and emotions making you more functional uh, for the la- latter half mhm right great great so yeah to wrap it up what are your thoughts on sleep music oh yes so um so sleep music such as delta wave sounds or binaural sounds mm-hmm. uh, actually tend to mimic or mirror that uh, you know that phase of sleep which is the deep sleep phase right 
right so these sounds are created at a particular uh, range of frequency in order to provide you that state of rest in order to actually externally make your brain mirror that particular pattern mm-hmm. of rest right um, so i would highly recommend uh, delta wave sounds and binaural sounds which are freely available on youtube mm-hmm. the second thing i would recommend would be guided meditation or sleep meditation which is again freely available on youtube and these sleep meditations for are for about 2 to 3 hours to 4 hours so you can just mm-hmm. play it and you can go into that sleep uh, deep sleep uh, phase apart from that um, abdominal breathing um a breathing technique known as 4 7 8 so inhale at the count of 4 mm-hmm. hold for 7 seconds and exhale at the count of 8 right is a scientifically proven um a breathing technique to induce sleep so oh. for some people where sounds may act as distraction to sleep you can definitely try this 4 7 8 breathing technique to help you facilitate sure sure so yeah i mean thank you so much vishwa i mean i'm sure all the athletes and whoever's listening would have gotten you know much more detailed knowledge about sleep and i hope you guys who are listening use the information not just listen to it and actually at least follow or use two of the tips vishwa has given us and um, so yeah thank you so much vishwa and why don't you tell us where people can get in touch with you and if you offer any consultation service yes so uh, usually i have a 15 minute consultation policy sure. where uh, you know i speak to the client to understand their concerns better uh, after which you know i decide if i can take on the client or not and in any case if i'm not able to provide you with the right kind of help i i will refer you to a specialist based on your concerns right um and you can get in touch with me via whatsapp uh, because i think that would be easier um so yeah please feel free to contact um the whatsapp number would be 9930539907 um and do drop in a message not only to you know uh, maybe you know it, it cannot be like a major concern but don't think that uh, you know minor minor issues cannot be discussed sure so you know let's just talk about what is uh, making us feel stressed anxious to increase productivity levels and to increase uh, you know to just facilitate overall and holistic well-being wonderful and uh, where can people find you on instagram or social media anything uh so instagram my handle name is wellness butterfly uh so you can definitely get in touch there and i'm also on linkedin uh, you can just type vishwa modi and you are going to be able to search me there perfect so listeners we'll have all the information the number the social media handles on the show notes so do get in touch with her for any requirement if you feel the need to do so so thank you vishwa and hope to have you back with us again soon Yes sure thanks for having me here and i hope this was helpful in some way or another and always going to be there for any queries questions concerns so feel free to drop a message most definitely take care